Okay, so, so we'll I talk. may I maybe maybe we overreacted a little bit. I'm not really sure. I mean, the whole January sixth thing is it's kind of bullshit to begin with. Kind of like I don't know. Like there, I don't know. It's a touchy subject, and like I wasn't, we weren't there, and all we have <laughs> we have very limited amount of information to go off of. So Besides just, that video that Tucker came out with, where it showed basically that it looked like nobody was doing anything. Oh no, yeah, the cops were basically inviting him in, escorting so, people around and stuff, yeah. whatever. So since we don't know anything about it and we weren't there, let's just start spreading lies. <laughs> Whoa! Let's do what um, our media does, and let's just fuck it all up. What do you think? No. Um, so what you're saying is, let's just say something and throw it out there and let's hope just it sticks. Say something and throw it out there and hope it sticks. Let's and be, but this, since we're we're not experts and we know in, that we're not experts, we, we're, we're, there's no liability. It's an unprofessional hot take. Cool. <laughs> so this dude got, he's got charges. Stephen Horn is his name, the journalist. Um, the jury has returned uh, a guilty verdict on my January 6th charges, entering or remaining in a restricted area, disorderly or destructive disruptive conduct in a restricted area, disorderly conduct in a Capitol building, and then parading, demonstrating, or picketing the Capitol building. What picketing like? It's just showing up and having a sign in your hand? That's what I would think. Picketing but like, hey. You can't. Show up with a sign. That's part of protesting. Aren't we? That's pretty much what protesters <clears throat> aren't do. Aren't we free to protest? It's supposed to be. I don't know. Uh, horn statement effects. Hmm. Man, I don't know. Yeah, let's stay away from the whole. January he said, thing, "I did not enter the Capitol building as part of part of the protest or for cheap thrills, but to accurately document and record a significant event which was taking place." Everybody's going down. Except for that dude that like enticed everybody to go in. Whatever his name is. I can't remember his name right now. You know what I'm talking about? No. Enticed everybody to go in. Huh? Enticed everybody to go in. Maybe. Yeah, there's this one there's this one dude, I can't think of his name right now, but people like think that he's like a that he was like a FBI agent or something like that. Trying to be like a uh I don't know, agent provocateur type of thing. Just provoke everyone to go in and, you know, do some shit. Mm. Well, uh, I just think it's crazy that this stuff's still going on. They're still talking about it. Yeah. It's been like almost four years ago. Yeah. And they're still January 6th. I feel like I feel like January 6th in like political terms almost kind of became the new like mini 9-11, you know? Yeah. Like like the liberals are January sixth. Like to any to any rebuttal that makes sense to what they're saying, they're just gonna be like, Well, January sixth, you support Trump, January sixth. It's like yeah. wow. Okay. I mean, thank God I haven't actually ran into anybody. I feel like it's not as prevalent like down that, here. But I mean, but. I spend most of my day working with five other men and, <laughs> and then I just come home, so Yeah. So you're kinda like shut off from everything a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most everything I see is just on social media, and well, yeah. I mean, uh, I feel like that's pretty much everybody. Mm. But I mean, except when you see other people get into it with, with the, uh, you know, those people that you're talking about, the the lefties. 
Yeah, the ones that'll call us like white supremacist stuff because of the because of the January sixth stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't either. So what's up, man? We've uh, <clears throat> been kind of hmm. missing for two weeks. We've been kind of missing, or I've been kind of missing. Well, just we have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've been out of town and working and I've moved. Uh and uh oh. well yeah. I mean I think essentially uh things are things are different now, man. It's just what different for me. It's just uh <clears throat> it's hard to explain. You get so used to Having a set thing to do every day, you know, you get so you used to a schedule. You yeah. used to, you know, having to be here, having to be there, having to having to punch in, having to punch out, knowing, you know, pretty much routinely what you're doing, and then all of it kind of, all of that's kind of went. I mean, it hasn't went away, but I'm not officially an employee of anybody's anymore, and yeah. I'm having to run the company, and I'm having to. You know, do ten ninety nine work. Yeah, just, you know, just to have some money in the account. So it's, uh, I don't know how to explain it, man. The whole uh, the mindset's different. The money's good, but I just feel like there's not that security of knowing that I have, a, you know, like knowing that it's going to be there six months from now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not there. You oh, know? It? I mean. It- no, 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 like, 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 not my company. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the being able to work with, yeah, you know, no, I, I know, being able saying. to work with other companies or whatever. Yeah, you know, that well could run dry, and then all of a sudden, oh, oh shit, you know, and then you know, and then I got to figure something else out. Which I mean, yeah. that's really not. Uh, I, I know that as long as I keep my head up and I keep my ears open and I'm looking for opportunities, mm. they're gonna be there. But I, I guess it's it's constantly stressful knowing that. uh it could potentially not be there one day, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's kind of been eating at me a little bit. But like, I'm trying not to let that worry me, and I'm trying to just work, yeah, and you know, reap the rewards and just you know just keep going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I'm no uh, expert, but maybe you should try to always have like two in your pocket. Two in my pocket. What do you mean? Like two companies that you're contracting? No, for. Yeah, I do. I I have two. You got two right now? I have. I need a shower and all American glass. So. Oh have, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then there you go. And then, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. and then if you lose one, just go find another one. Yeah, I know. I know. And th- and that's how simple it is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. It, I mean, like in in a nutshell, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's just the constant stress of me. Well, I don't know if it's even constant stress. It's just the thought of of knowing that that could have to be a possibility that ugh, I have to go find something else, you know. And then that can be stressful. It, it's just whenever you're running a business. I would be handing out like you got. I, I, did, did you get business cards? They haven't made? come in yet. Oh, they haven't come in yet. Shit, man, no. when they come in, the, every know, every install that you do, you just need to start handing them out. Yeah, I know. But yeah, if, if you need anything else, or you know, if mm-hmm. you know anybody that needs anything, and, or whatever. and like you know, every customer that I go to, you know, I always let them know, hey, you know, this isn't all that I do. You know, I do windows, mirrors, all that stuff, or whatever. And they're oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, but you know, but like you know, it, it's it's part of it's part of being a you know. It's part of being a business owner, you know. It's part of um, having that grind, you know, mm-hmm. having to having to make yourself get up every day, knowing that you don't have to, but you need to. You right. know, a lot of folks get out of bed 
and clock in because you know it's all out of fear you know because you know because they want to eat and they want to survive and you know they want to make money so mm-hmm. we, you know they're not on the street right yeah. well whenever you're an entrepreneur you have to manufacture that energy to get up and say okay you know i'm i'm doing this because i want to yeah you know and it's a whole different uh it, it's a whole different mindset and a whole different focus and i'm still having to get used to it mm-hmm. but i think overall i'm a little more stressed now than i have been yeah but it's also a good stress at the same time because it keeps me going that's good so yeah what about you man i know you've been uh I know you've been on the road and uh, climbing well, into manholes yeah i'm just just been working knocking them out trying to get as many hours as we can <clears throat> had a little bit of a short day today um um yeah and then we moved finally yeah yeah so that's been a goal of mine for like the last two years Apartment looks nice, trying man. Trying to get us into a stable place. And, and uh, uh, finally there. And it kind of feels pretty surreal. Yeah. Well, I don't really know if that's the word I'm looking for, but like, like I've, I've gotten, I got so used the past two years to just like not having a really a place to call home that. Jesus, that sounds sad. Even, I mean, well, I mean, home's where the heart is or whatever. So, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, like, my, I know what you meant. Kind but... Of been, but, like, a physical place that, like, n- really hasn't, like, been mine or ours or whatever or just, uh, right. Know, well, yeah. this is the first place, really, that you and Vanna are, like, getting, getting, getting together, you know, type deal. Kind of, yeah. Well, no, I know, mean, we got the first apartment together. Well, yeah, but. And the second. But, like, it's a little different now. Like, you know, you have it. But, with, you know, COVID the, screwed well, everything up. Now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the kid, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm not going to say y'all weren't a family before because obviously you were, but you right. know, having Eli even makes it more of a family. Yeah. And so now I think with the whole family aspect of it, all, you know, all y'all together now yeah. and okay. you're kind of moving as one unit into this brand new place, you know, that you can kind of start over with and like officially call your home. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's the feeling that you're feeling right now. Well, I mean, it's just you know, kind of, it's just strange. It's not really like that. It's more like, uh, like just getting used to, just getting used to like, oh, this is mine. And, right. Well, yeah. And like, I, it hasn't like really hit me at all yet. Like, I'm still like. Like somebody pinched me. I'm still like, deal. oh shit. Like I'm sitting on the couches that I bought a year and a half ago for the first time still. Or not still, but. Oh, okay. Like, uh. So it's like a. I'm so getting it's to like watch. A, my TV that's basically been in storage, just sitting there for the past year. I'm finally getting to watch my TV again. <laughs> so you're finally, uh, you're I'm finally enjoying the fruits of your labor. Yeah, I'm finally enjoying it, but it just it feels it just it feels strange. Like it feels like it's like not there. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> when you're watching a TV and you're like, you're not there. Yeah, this isn't real. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Uh, no, that's not Netflix on my screen. Yeah. There's no way. But however, like I did tear up uh, Friday though after we got everything moved in, and then my mom brought Eli over, and I went and uh, took him to his room for the first time because mm-hmm. this is the first time he's had a room. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is the first time he's had a room. That the boys have all had a room since the last apartment that we lived in. So it's been it's been two years. No. Yeah. yeah. But this is the first time for Eli. What do you, What do he do when he saw it? Um, he was happy. Was he it? was running around playing, you know, a little bit, or whatever. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool to see. Um, moment. I gave you a moment. For yeah, sure. yeah. Definitely makes everything that I've put myself through these last year and a half, couple of years, or whatever, you know, much worth it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's been cool. Good deal, man. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I kind of had that feeling, like, you know, I don't have any kids or anything, but, you know, just the, like, whenever we first moved into here, I was like, I, I know what you mean, because it, it, it take, it'll take you about a month to, to, like, finally be like, yeah, this is mine, you know? And then, and then, like, six, seven months into be like, God, I gotta clean this thing again, Jesus, like, I'm tired of doing these dishes, and I'll, you know, clothes on the floor again, ah, my room's dirty again, but, at the end of the day, yeah. you know, I got a woman for that. Love I don't, you, I don't, I don't, but I, I mean, I know what you mean, you know, yeah. like, you know, whenever I got this place, I was like that, you know, I was like, wow, you know, this is the dresser I've had for, you know, years. This is the bed setup I've had for years, you know, and I'm just kind of taking it with me and yeah, you know, now well, it's all in my place too. It's kind of, it kinda, it's kind of just weird. Just, just being able to just have your stuff all over again. Like, no, yeah. that's, that's one thing that's really strange. Like, <clears throat> Like, uh, I haven't slept on my bed in two years. Oh. I mean, yeah. you know, sleeping on other people's, and, and I've been, well, I don't want to say that. That sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but when we, when, we stayed with, when we stayed with my mom, yeah. when, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's, it's, and then staying at the extended stay for a year. Yeah. I've been sleeping in somebody else's bed. Literally somebody else's bed. Yeah. I, I knew what you meant. I knew yeah. what you meant. But yeah. I mean, it's a good feeling, you know? And enjoy it, dude. I'm trying to. It's strange. Enjoy like, it. it feels nice, but it feels weird at the same time. You know why? Because you've been surviving for the past year. Now you're kind of starting to live a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that transition from survival to living is always a stressful one. Yeah. You know? I mean, dude, I was I like see- that. I was like that, you know, like yeah. whenever I lived with Luke and Samantha, I was actually more comfortable because I, my bills weren't as high, but I was just surviving, you know, mm. I had one room to myself, one bathroom and I could never go downstairs unless if, you know, well, I could, but like, you know, the kids are always running around, toys are everywhere. I know, you know, I like, mm. I couldn't do anything. You know, like I couldn't go downstairs and cook me a, a breakfast in the morning if I wanted to. You know, you know, like I can't hear. You know, I can get up at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning and cook me some eggs and you know, maybe some bacon or whatever and in peace. You mm-hmm. know. I couldn't do that there, you know. Yeah. It's just those little things like that where you don't really understand how, how cool and special it is until you don't have it, you know. And you know, when I was there I was just surviving. I was just coming home, sleeping in my room, getting up and yeah. going to the bathroom and then what, you know. Yeah. But like here I'm living. It's yeah, a, it's a totally different, yeah. you know, it's a totally different mindset. Yeah, now it's time to maybe try to start working on my credit finally for once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not going to display that information over the because now the, I got the uh, over the line. I got the I got the apartment now. I'm now now I'm thinking I need the house and the Mercedes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> calm, calm, calm down, bro. <laughs> Chill out, man. Jesus Christ. You just, bro, you just got your own bed back. Relax. There must always be a goal. <laughs> <laughs> there must always, always be a goal. Yeah. Dude, you just got this place. Uh, in six weeks, we'll be out. <laughs> what do you mean? That's right. On to the next. <laughs> no. No, man. Enjoy it, dude. At least give it. it at least stay there for a year, man. Oh, Save yeah. Up oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. No rushing or nothing. No. <laughs> there must always be a goal. <laughs> I've got a long time to live, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's one been one thing that's that's been honestly stressing me out. What is it you're not gonna live long enough? Well, like there's so <laughs> much responsibility 
that if I was to just like, like people die at our age, bro. I know. Like all the time. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's just been kind of getting to me. Like if I go down, like <laughs> Jesus, my stop. Like I'm, I'm stop. I, I worry about my family, bro. Stop. You're gonna be okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean. I'm you're like, oh, I'm yeah. Just, I'm you're like, gonna, oh, yeah, I know. I, I won't be here. I know. I'll be fine. What about them? <laughs> no, nah, man. Just, they'll be fine. I'm, I'm going to keep pushing forward or whatever, but, you know. But, like, I mean, that's my that's my purpose, whatever, is to make sure that they're well taken care of. And so. No, yeah, I mean. You know, yeah. so it's just, it's just like those little stressful thoughts that. Like man, what if what if what like if what if I just me? get t-boned by a by an eighteen wheeler right now, <laughs> and <laughs> then they got to move out and go move in with somebody else just as soon as we just as soon as we're up. Now we're, you know, is that how your mind goes? Is that how your mind thinks? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's probably not healthy, but Mm-mm, not but, at all, dude. Hey, it, it, hey, man. It keeps, but I mean, if it keeps it you going, keeps, it keeps it keeps me <clears throat> pressing on. I feel like everybody I feel like everybody kind of does mm-hmm. that though. You know? Like I don't do it with life. I do it with movies. You know what I'm saying? Like we're like we're every Hold on, <laughs> let me explain. This will all make sense. This will all make. He's like, "Man, I just I just poured my heart out to you and we're going to talk about <laughs> movies now." Like you know how you're like, "Oh yeah, you know, like you know, as we're just coming up, you know, and then bam, I get T-boned by a freaking, you know, whatever." Kind of the same thing with the movies, like, you know, when everything's finally coming together, <laughs> it's that perfect scene and you're like, "Oh man," and then like you just picture something horrible happening in that one scene where like it's all finally coming together. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of oh. like the climax of it all. And you're what like, if the killer jumped out right now? Right, right, right. Or like, oh. oh, you know, you know the you know the boy finally kissed the girl, or whatever, and then like you know an atomic bomb just gets dropped on him, and poof, you know, done. You know. Yeah. See, those are the thoughts that I have, but about my real life. See, what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I told you it makes sense, but like I had those thoughts, but you know, when it comes to movies and stuff, like, oh, this is the perfect scene. I'm like, yeah, bullshit. Where's the Where's the AK-47 at? You know, where's the killer at? You know, that's where my mind goes. But but with you, you're like, nah, dude. Like, where's the 18 wheeler at? You know, like where's I just, the heart attack? I just, at? <laughs> <laughs> I just put a grand in savings. We're finally doing good. Mm, something doesn't seem right. Mm-mm. Things are going a little too a little, good right a now. A little too well. What's going on here? And then bam, it, it's quiet. <laughs> Maybe a little too quiet. Maybe a little too quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Stop overthinking like that. It's not good. <clears throat> that is not good. Uh, I, I, I maintain it pretty healthily, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's there's there's, so there's tons of other of other fathers out there that that go through that that same thing. Maybe. Probably. Well, well, my mom used to always say to me, you know, like, um, this is uh, maybe I've just watched too much Breaking Bad. Probably, you know, because his thing was always like, "Oh, I gotta make enough for my family before I die." Before I die, yeah, yeah maybe I've just that's seen too much got Breaking that. Bad. Uh, that means I'm never gonna watch that show. That's that's where you got that from. Golly, I knew it was something. You should probably you should probably something it. in your subconscious. It, it, it's freaking Breaking Bad. That's what it is. That, yeah. That's where you get all this from. Yeah, I have drug drug <laughs> drug dealer mentality. <laughs> I gotta make it all before <laughs> I go. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, this is kind of. Uh, it's gonna make it's gonna sound a little harsh, but once I explain, it, I think it'll be okay. Like my mom obviously was heartbroken um, when my sister passed. Everybody was, mm-hmm. but you know my sister was special needs, and she required a lot of attention. You know, and uh, 
whenever she passed a couple of years later, my mom was like, like my mother was like, look, this kind of sounds wrong and almost a little demented, but it's almost like I'm kind of glad she went before I did because if I went first, I would constantly, you know, Mm-hmm. be worrying about what's going to happen to my kids, you know, especially a down syndrome, you know, daughter. Yeah. You know, so the fact that she's not here anymore, we know that she's not going to get taken advantage of or, you know, you know, nothing bad's going to happen to her, you know? Yeah. So in that sense, like I understood where she was coming from at first. I was a little mad at her when she said it and she's like, well, you know, think about it from, you know, like from a parent standpoint, like, you know, cause she always used to say that the biggest thing that every parent worries about is, what's going to happen to my kids, you know? And like, if something ever did happen to me, what's going to happen to my kids, you know, where are my kids going to go? Yeah. And she's like, you know, you know, now that your sister's not here anymore, I don't have to worry about that. And like, I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just, you know, you know, she had special needs and, you know, she required a lot of attention and, and now, you know, I know that she's yeah. in heaven. Especially you know? when you believe someone that we go to a better place. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, she's like, well, you know, now that she's not suffering anymore and, you know, I, you know, we yeah. don't have to worry about that anymore. So, yeah. like, I, I understood is, what she was saying. Which is also another way of just your mom coping, coping, well. honestly. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but I mean, like. Not a, necessarily like she was trying to run away from responsibility, but. No. She was just saying, I don't really have to worry anymore because she's in a better place. Right. She was just saying that, like, you know, the stress and the worry of uh, of having to worry about your kids is, it's gone, you know, because because you know that she's in a better place and, yeah, you know, you, she doesn't have to worry about it anymore. And like I said, you know, whenever I first heard her say that, I was a little like, oh, that's a little. But then, like, whenever she explained it to me, I was like, okay, you know, I, 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 I get what you're saying, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I said all that to say what's your, what's your feeling or whatever. It's pretty normal. Yeah, I feel like every I feel like every decent parent thinks like that, honestly. Yeah, I think so, too. You know. Anyway, switching switching gears real quick. I just want to talk about something I saw. But uh, what's the 25th Amendment? Do you have an idea? The 25th Amendment. What the fuck is that even? 25th. Fifth Amendment, right here. Um, it's a move that GOP lawmakers do not have the power to use. That's what it says. The Twenty Fifth Amendment, which oh. says the Vice President and the Cabinet can vote to remove a sitting President if the President is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. So basically, it's a it's like a kill switch, essentially. <clears throat> like if yeah. everybody around him's like, "Dude, this guy is way out of it, and he has no business being President." Well. Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, this so, article is saying that Trump asked Republicans, well, asked why Republicans haven't moved to oust Biden under the 25th Amendment, which is probably like. It's a. I mean, why haven't y'all done why that? Why haven't probably? we tried? Well, the man can't stay awake. He can't fucking talk to anybody. He falls. <laughs> yeah. All the time. I mean, all the time, dude. It's not just. Uh, there's at least 30 videos online of him falling. Upstairs, downstairs, sideways stairs. Dude, and that's just the shit that we see on camera. Yeah. Imagine what it's like in his house, man. Oh, my God. Not not just the house. Just imagine what it is like at the White House. It's like, it's like. (laughs) The cleaning ladies coming. Are they babysitting Uh, him? Probably. I don't know. They probably got cleaning crews to come I wonder if he's wearing diapers yet. Those mobile diapers? Mobile diapers? I don't know. No, like the adult diapers, like yeah, adult mobile diapers. Yeah, uh-huh. shit that you can wear, walk around, take a shit. Good. Yeah, 
Yeah. Probably. I mean, I mean, like, just imagine what the cleaning crews have to deal with, you know? Like, not with the shit. Well, maybe. We don't know. We don't know. But, but, you know, like, uh, so, like, what if he falls in the in the cafeteria or, like, in a, you know, his favorite room that he goes to? I don't know. You know, he trips over a chair, knocks over a table or whatever, and they're like, oh. you know, and then the cleaning crew comes in. They're like, what happened? They're like, oh, he, he, know, fought, he fell again. He, he fell again. Yeah. 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 They're like, I don't know. you may tell me the, the president Biden fell again. Yeah. Ay, 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 yeah. 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 But here Trump you know? says, uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So he wrote on true social. I wish he would just come back to Twitter X. My bad. But after seeing what has happened to our beautiful USA in such a short period of time, including Afghanistan, self-imposed inflation, energy independence, the horrors of the open border, no voter ID, and now six billion dollars for five hostages in, from Iran, which uh, I brought fifty-eight. Trump said I brought fifty-eight hostages home and never paid anything, and I believe it. I have to look about, about that. That's crazy. Six billion dollars. That is a chunk of change. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus. I ask, why hasn't the Republican Party begun the process of invoking the 25th Amendment against the worst and most incompetent president in the history of the United States? Crooked well, Joe Biden. Because from what I'm reading, the vice president has to be on board with it. And, and Kamala Harris isn't going to do that to Joe. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know. I don't know how any of that stuff works, but I don't know. It's all coming to an end soon anyways. We hope. And it's probably going to be Trump 2024, and then it'll probably be... What if Biden gets in again? There's no way. There's no way. If Biden gets in again, there's going to be a January 7th. <laughs> probably. There's just there's no way. It, the it, cleaning it, ladies in the White House will be happy. Uh, no more messes. He didn't trip over a chair anymore, you know. If he gets in again? Yeah. No, I'm saying like if he doesn't get in again, they're going to rejoice and be like, oh, thank God, no more emergency calls at two in the morning because, you know. Yeah. Well. yeah. I mean, just a ma- bro, think about it. I know it's, a, I, I know we already covered it, but think about how many times he's fell in his own home, his, the White House, all, all of it. Does he stay at his own home or does I he live no in the White House? House? No clue. Hmm. I wonder how many times he's come close to, you know, like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think he just sleeps all day. <laughs> he might, dude. Yeah, he I falls asleep at conventions. He falls asleep at everything now nowadays. It okay. So it started with it started with the falling. Okay, <clears throat> and that was the start to the downfall. All right, and then he started not being able to make basic talking sound good. Then his speech started to fall. And now he's falling asleep all the time. <laughs> this is this falling while thing, still bro. Do, doing the other two things. He, the other, it was the other day I saw, I saw an ex that he couldn't, he didn't, he was done answering questions, something like that on the podium. And then he was like, like he didn't know which direction to go to get off the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Something that he does a lot, by the way, which is going and speaking on a stage. Hmm. Yeah. He was just like looking to the here, looking there. He started walking off in this direction a little bit, and then Joe over here, huh? What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vote for me if you ain't black. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) He just walks off the stage. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, dude, even, uh, you know what? It's, we could keep going, but. I don't know, it's comical at this point. It really, I mean. Uh, our best, our, our best uh, hope at this point is Trump 2024. And then Tucker just makes the greatest run. Ever. Of any non-politician ever. And Tucker's the president in 2028. And 2032. And 2032. Yeah. Nah, but Biden's getting back in. Nah, nah. He is. He is. And I'm not really going to say anything else because it, like, if I say anything else, everyone's going to be like, oh, this fucking guy, you know, he's crazy, one of those conspiracy theorists. How did Biden get in, in the first point? Like, how did he get in, in the first place? He, he, he got more votes than our first black president. Ever? Are you fucking kidding me? And he's from a his basement. Get the fuck out of here! Oh, you fucking conspiracy theory! The guy that can't speak, he falls asleep, can't get off the stage the right way, falls in his own house all the time. I'm sure. More votes than the first black president ever. Yep. Pretty much. <sighs> oh, but yeah, you, yeah. you know. That's the guy, though. Well, okay. So the media mm-hmm. started a massive campaign. Gotcha. For um, the you know against Trump. Mm-hmm. Started a massive campaign, and um, you going against back? Trump, you know because <coughs> the. The liberals, you know, the powers that be, you know, all the companies in power and everything. Nobody wanted Trump to be president again. No, yeah. So they attacked you know, him. All, yeah. All so the they had this huge, massive campaign talking about, you know, he's racist. You know, uh, he's in bed with Russia. Oh, 100%. Even though all yeah. this stuff came out to be, you know, false. And it was actually, you know, Hillary and the Democrats that were actually in bed with Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they just created such a, such a mass hate that I... I see why people went out and voted the way that they did. Um, yeah, because the media controlled the narrative, the whole thing. Yeah, but so I can see, you, I can see how it's possible. Where's that same media for Joe Biden at? I mean, they're starting, it's they're starting to turn against them now, kind of. Yeah, something. but not, not. I mean, even now, not nearly as bad as it was for Trump. I mean, they they were on Trump's ass day one. They well, yeah. constantly like, yeah, you know, and they're they play nice with Joe. You know he can he can mess up an entire speech or or whatever, and they're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean they're so they're so laxed on Joe, and it's so much harder to be laxed on Joe than it is Trump. You know, but well, they just because it's the liberal but they media. choose not to. Yeah. You know, they choose to just take it easy on him. Oh my God, dude! If they came at if they came at Joe the same way they came at Trump, oh dude, man, Joe would be. You know how much he'd be bitching and whining, guys? Come come on, man. I don't. He, even, I don't even think be. he has enough sense to, you know. I don't think he would either. With a, with a response, I don't think he would either. I don't even think he would know what's going on. They love me. <laughs> no, yeah. Joe, they hate you. No, the that's... only info he gets is from his cabinet, cabinet. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. That's and everybody just... writes his own writes his speeches. <clears throat> oh. You see, every time, every, oh, every time he's reading something, it's off of a piece of paper, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whenever he asks questions, she's just like, Joe, we'll circle back around to that. And he's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a shit show. But yeah, man. like I'm saying, I think I think it's going to be Trump 2024, and then that'll be his last four years he can, he you know, he can be president. Uh, because that's just what we do. We make a, 
we make a massive overcorrect overcorrection every single every single time. Mm-hmm. We went from Bush to Obama right to Trump Not a Biden. to Biden. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go back to Trump, and then I think people. I I think Biden has been so bad, and people are starting to realize how 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 bad that decision was. That it's gonna be Trump twenty twenty four. Like I'm saying, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic for. Four, four years, years. Mm-hmm. and I think people are finally gonna. If people can get just get their, just get their head off the, uh, out of CNN, and NBC, and Fox, and CB. If people can just get get their asses, if out people of, can just start thinking for themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and start a podcast. Yeah, then then it'll be Tucker for the next eight years. After that, it's either gonna be Tucker or it's gonna be uh, DeSantis. If See, runs. I think I think DeSantis is a. I think he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. What? I think he's just taking opportunity at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I do. Wh- I do. I do. I do. I do. <clears throat> I do. Why? Um. Because yeah, man. Because I know, I know. Up in that brain of yours, you've thought of several reasons as to why you came to this conclusion. So at least a couple of really good ones. I'm just I'm genuinely curious. Well, um, okay. So I believe that he has people in his pockets. Um, and I think that this is just kind of like a front that's going on right now with, with his campaign or, or whatever. And I think he's just using the the momentum that he kind of picked up from some of his decisions from COVID and stuff. And I think it's going to end up. It's not going to be as bad as Biden or Obama, but I don't think it's the direction that people are thinking it's going to go. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's probably pretty crooked as well. If you're not Trump, and if you're not the, the Texas governor, like, who are you? You know, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Abbott's really not all that good either, man. But he's better than Beto. I'll give you that. Abbott's Abbott is. He's he's a little too old school. Well, I'm going okay. Well, the only thing I don't agree with him on is is going to be the marijuana. But I mean, the drugs. Everything else is like, I mean, he's on point. Yeah, he's better than Beto. Oh my gosh, yes. Hell yes, we'll take your AR-15s. <laughs> Hell no, you won't. That literally secured. Him never winning Texas. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> ever. <laughs> like hell yeah, we're gonna take your guns. Uh, every freaking we're Texas, guns, we're gonna like, take your AR-15s. We're hell yes, your we're gonna do that. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. every Texan was like, I'm, I'm glad he said oh. that. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, appreciate it, Beto. <laughs> you know what? I, whenever he said that, I picture like this family. Driving in a car, like you know, to yeah. his convention or whatever. Then they hear that other way. They're like, "Well, we're turning around." <laughs> and then <laughs> that's that, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't just one family; it was millions of them. Like, you know, I just picture all the cars going. Nope, we're gonna go back because he, he ruined any chance of him everyone in the state saying that. Yeah, thank God. So yeah, in that awesome video that uh, what was it? It was a Mexican. I think it was a Hispanic farmer. Is it Beto? Like, like he went out of his way to get Beto's attention or whatever. He's like, yes, sir. How you doing? He's like, hey, man. Uh, what do you say? 
he basically said, hey, man, yeah, yeah, don't come back because we don't want you here ever. Damn. Leave. Nice. You know, and then, like, you know, Beto was approaching him, like, oh, cool, a fan, you know, and then, like, uh-huh. as soon as he said, don't ever come back, but, like, Beto's whole face changed, like, oh, okay. And he just walked away, and then one of his bodyguards was like, hey, he's like, yeah, don't come back ever. We hate you. We, we don't need you here. Leave. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. But sadly enough, I see a lot of Beto, a lot of Beto signs. Yeah, there's a, in, there's a, in front yard, honestly, man. there's a, well, there's a lot of like older, like, there's a lot of like the younger generation that's probably, you know, for him because they just see like, uh, well, it, it's the systemic, uh, it's, it's the systemic it's bullshit, bro. It. It's hard for me to even say it. Well, I mean, what's all this, what's all this media doing nowadays? They're saying older white guys are part of the old system of racism. So all these new kids that are woke. Oh, it's an old white guy with white hair. He's got to be a racist. Don't vote for him. Vote for the new young guy. You know, I'm gonna look at his. You know, I'm gonna look and see what Beto stands for. They just see that he's not a. He's not an old white guy with white hair. So, so he can. Oh, oh, I and mean, he's Hispanic. Like surface level, yeah. But like, I mean, his like supporters or whatever. Like they're. They know what he's saying. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know? sure. But I mean, I don't know, man. But uh, sadly enough, surface levels. Especially with our, like today's younger generation, that's all you fucking need, man. Well, really, that's all you need. All you need is a couple sound bites, you know, to go to go a, a viral. Few, a few on, sound bites, maybe a few TikToks a or whatever. Social media platforms. And then and that's it. People, people don't even know. Like, uh, they just hear one good thing that you, that they like that you said, and they're they're willing to run with you. There's your vote. Secure the vote. Yeah. Without doing any good research. Yeah. Sadly, that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, dude. It sucks. However, I I really do see the. I mean, I I don't know if I'm just being like overly optimistic or whatever, but I mean, I don't I don't see how it doesn't go. You know, Trump and then Tucker after that, I really don't. I know I, I, mean, I, I keep saying it. I I keep saying it, but like I I think that's the direction that we're going. I mean, that's the direction it should go for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I really. I mean, I really hope that Biden has done enough damage to where people are like, whoa. You know, this is uh, another four years of this. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've had record small businesses are closing down. The economy's horrible right now. Awful. Yeah. And they keep trying to mask it. Yeah. You know, and they keep trying to, especially on CNN. Oh, the economy's fine. No, it's not. It's not. The stock market is dropping. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Let's look it at his tweets, bro. It's dropping like crazy. Have you seen his tweets? It's just. They're it's hilarious. Who, Biden's tweets? Yes. Uh-oh. They're hilarious. Let's take a look. Biden tweets. They're so awesome. Let's see. Okay, Joe. Let's see. Joe Biden. Joe Biden tweets. I follow him just so I can have something to laugh at. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, dude. Let's see. Um, this is ten hours ago. For far too long we've been exporting jobs. We're not doing that anymore. We're creating good paying union jobs. And ex- exporting union-made products to the rest of the world. Um, and the lie detector determined that, that was, was a lie. lie. <laughs> One of the questions I'm always asked is, if you could do anything at all, what would you do? My answer, I'd cure cancer. <laughs> uh. 
It's not just personal. It's about what's possible. And that's why we're investing $240 million to accelerate new ways to prevent and treat cancer. I just want to get a few things. I just want to make a few things clear. Mm. The Holocaust happened. Okay. Yeah. Hitler was a mnemonic figure. Instead of giving it a platform, my political leaders should be calling out and rejecting anti-Semitism wherever it hides. Silence is complicity. I love how he's like, the Holocaust happened. Like, <laughs> like just so you, just yeah. you, you know, you Holocaust doubter, it happened. Yeah, uh, we know, Joe. We know the Holocaust happened. Listen, to this one: the rise in reported, the rise report reported in child poverty is no accident. <sighs> It is the direct result of a deliberate policy choice congressional Republicans made to block help for families with children while advancing massive tax tax cuts for the wealthiest and largest corporations. Mm. We now have immunizations for all three major seasonal respiratory viruses, COVID-19, flu, and RSV. Um. We're continuing to build an economy from the middle out and bottom up with better jobs and lower costs. I don't know. Milk's, milk's still pretty high, buddy. <laughs> $7 a gallon in QT, September 24, 2022. It's time we ban assault weapons in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is real, man. Oh, no, he said that. And I'm sure it got millions of retweets. Yeah. Here's Maganomics. Have you ever heard? Oh, my God, bro. This one, this is just democracy with a lower D. What's it? Democracy. Yeah, that's the only tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maganomics. Maganomics? No. Yeah. Cut taxes even more for the wealthy and big corporations. Uh, Cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, and raise costs for families by uh, gutting investments in the middle class. I don't know. I, f- I think the I think the economy was I think the economy during during Maganomics was pretty good. I, th- I thought when gas was like a dollar seventy. Yeah, that was an economy. This is an comedy. Yeah, yeah. Biden's running in the comedy. You hired me to get things done. I hope I'm making you proud. <laughs> picture. I'm looking at the camera on the pen, dude. <laughs> Oh, man, I wish our listeners could see this, dude. He's got a campaign Ooh. mug that changes color. Oh, is this real? <laughs> oh, wear a mask what? save lives. <laughs> I am determined to ban assault weapons in this country. I did it once before, and we will do it again. <laughs> this is his tweet, so it's got to be real. The idea that an 18-year-old can walk looks... into a store and buy assault weapons is just wrong. What in God's name do you need an assault weapon for except to kill someone? Anyways, this is this is <laughs> he tweeted this. So what? What do you tweet? It it must be it must be a real thing. But it says I'll ask you nicely to buy this one. Or I'm I'm sorry. I'll ask you nicely to buy this new color changing campaign mug. But I know someone who won't. And the mug he's pouring coffee into it. I'm assuming. And it's a picture of Joe Biden on there. But. Yeah. Just just wait. Watch it from the beginning this time. So he pours coffee into it. It's got a picture of him with some shades on there. And then the color changes. It goes away. Then he has red eyes. 
It looks like the Terminator. Like like Terminator eyes. Yeah. That's uh that's a little strange. That is very <laughs> weird. And he's promised like, yeah, check out this new cup. Yeah. Check out my coffee cup. Great campaign cup, buddy. Yeah. Makes really you look gonna, like the devil. <laughs> really gonna secure votes with that one. It's just that's Dude, just strange. Those were beady eyes too, man. Those were beady red eyes. Well, that's just weird. Like Yeah. Why would you have a, a president? Let's, let's scratch that. Scratch the eyes and everything. A president coming out with a color changing mug? With his face on how, it. Too. How desperate are they? Pretty bad, dude. They probably came up with that idea in the basement. Now, he's probably having coffee one morning. It's like, and he was like, you know, why doesn't this cup change color? <laughs> 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 Honey, I got a new campaign idea. <laughs> Jill, get in here. <laughs> And she's like, "Honey, you don't need to have your face on." And he's like, "Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna put the face on it, and we're gonna give it some red eyes." <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Why doesn't this change color? <laughs> Here's another one. You don't, make this, one that's you don't make this cup amazing. Maganomics versus Bidenomics. <laughs> <laughs> Tax cuts for the wealthy and big corporations cut Social Security and Medicare, raises costs for the middle class. <laughs> Bidenomics making the wealthy and big corporations begin to pay their fair share, which they already pay like. A lot. Like 90% of our taxes or some crazy shit like yeah, that? Yeah, they pay a lot. I mean... They yeah. pay a lot. It's um, ridiculous. Protecting Social Security and Medicare and then lowering costs. <sighs> Whatever. Even He's though so we're all, full of shit, we're all struggling. The price of everything went way up. Well, you know, they try to blame it on... It's never the president's fault. Yeah. It's never Biden's fault. It's never anybody's He's fault. He's dealing with the bullshit that he got from Trump. Trump, it's, it's all fault. Trump's fault. And every president does, like Obama, oh, I inherited all this from Bush. No, no, you didn't. I mean, Bush didn't, Bush did some pretty, he didn't do the best exiting office, but he didn't leave it that bad. Yeah. Obama screwed everything up. But not nearly as bad as <laughs> that's what this, this guy's doing. This guy is making history in all the wrong ways, so. I don't know. It, this is this is just like example after example after example of just like empty just words mm-hmm. on screen. Oh yeah, dude. democracy with a lowercase d. Yeah, that's it. Just mm. like you can say all this stuff that you want to or whatever, but like n- nobody has seen an actual like difference or a change. Mm-mm. Nobody. Mm-mm. Well, he's he's Obama. He's Obama's. Uh, this is basically Obama's second set, you know. Like if Obama was in office for his another third term for another eight years, yeah. I mean, you know, this is his third and fourth term, or think, third think, term for now. I think it's worse. I I think it'll end up being. I think it's much worse. Than I mean, it's right, right. But but like if Obama would have had a third term, it would have probably turned into this. It would have probably mm-hmm. gotten this bad, and that's what a lot of folks are saying. Oh, you know, it's just it's just. It's just Obama's third term is what it is. Probably because Obama and Hillary got away with a bunch of shit. Oh, man. yeah, dude. They made and millions sadly, and millions of dollars off of a lot of things that they did. Dude, me personally, man, I I really do, I don't want to believe this, but I, I really do believe he's going to get back in. No, nah, man, there's no way. They don't, they don't even want him in anymore, bro. The the left, his side, they don't even want him in any, anymore. Hmm. They don't. Who's saying that? I mean, you can just tell. Hmm. I feel like you can just tell. They're tired of the bullshit. You know? 
they realized they messed up with with uh, really pushing him and the the only the only reason why they pushed him to get in or whatever is just because he was Obama's vice president. That's it. They're like, let's get a let's get a, a friendly, familiar, familiar face, face up there to take down Trump. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, the people on the inside probably really love it. The people that we don't know about. Because they're just back there just doing whatever the hell they want to do right now. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that are really pulling the strings. Yeah. Like BlackRock. And, uh, but, nah, I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're tired of the, just the, the senile bullshit that's coming out of him every fucking day. See, the thing that, the thing is, though, they might be, yeah. But, they're, they're but whoever, but, but whoever makes the decisions, though, yeah. that's... Th- that you know, whoever's whoever you talked about the behind the scenes folks, you know the the people that really pull all the strings. Sure, the left may be tired of them. They may be, but if those people behind the scenes that are pulling all the strings want him in for a second term, he's going to get in. You know. No, they're just going to push for a better one, a Biden two point I mean, who? Because they 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 know that they know that he's not going to win a second term. Who? Who could replace him? I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to to, to who's in or whatever. But they're they're talking to Kamala too, and all the crazy shit that comes out of her mouth. Did you hear her her talk about uh, equating nine eleven and January sixth <laughs> to the same thing? Oh my God. Okay, yeah. Not even on the same scale, dude. Nine eleven was a direct terrorist attack. So they say. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction. You ever heard of Project Blue Beam? Yes, I have actually. Yeah, my mom sent me something about Project Blue Beam. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a real thing. Oh, hmm. interesting. Yeah, what makes you say that? Um, just a little bit of the little bit of research that I've done on it. My mom told me about it years and years and years ago, and it's uh. There was a lot of people that were talking about it a long time ago, and Alex Jones was one of them too. And uh, um, I don't know exactly how real it is, but I don't know. I mean, I've seen some pretty crazy videos of people putting holograms of fireworks in the sky. Hmm. But I don't know. Hey, oh my gosh, here's another one. Wait a minute. So, what's your what's your uh, what's your nutshell version? Like your nutshell definition of Project Blue Beam? Um, it's just, it's it's just a government military project. Um, it's based on like putting, being able to like uh, make holograms and shit. I believe I'm correct on that. Pandemic caused by the spread of crew. Okay, the Blue Beam theory once again came to the fore as a scenario described by Sir. Okay. Yeah. That and. Uh, it's almost like a um, a mental attempt to establish control over humans in the third and final phase is what they're saying. Um, Basically, to be able to manipulate people in, into the new world order. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of conspiracy type stuff or whatever, but there's been some, even like some top military people that have even talked about it. Mm. Well, I mean, here's the thing. You know, it's funny. Me and Cole were talking about, you know, guns or whatever in the country and how impossible it would be to get all the guns out of Texas. Uh-huh. 
You know, the truth of the matter is, is that all the guns are going to be gone completely at some point. You know, they're right. Even Texas. It's why? I mean, we believe the Bible, don't we? Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it? like one thing it's I, all going to happen at some point. I yeah. mean, you know, oh, you know, guns will never get taken out of Texas. No, no, no. If you believe the Bible, the one world order is going to come to fruition. The Antichrist will will show his face, and and at that point, it will be a one world order, and that'll be it. They won't yeah. be able to establish that one world order if 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 American citizens are armed, and they're going to will it. They're going to be. It, it's going to be such a mind job. I believe that people are going to willingly do it. Well, well, here, here's my guns. In the name of peace, mm-hmm. you know, type willingly shit. do yeah. it. They will willingly, you know, because they're. I mean, because you know, they know that we're expecting it to be a fight, right? So they're like, hey, we're gonna take the fight out of it, and we're gonna make it seem uh, like they're doing the world a favor, and people will volunteer. I mean, that's what I know. I've mentioned it before. That's what the whole coronavirus thing was in my mind. It was just a. It was a test to see how submissive, yeah, um, the human population is. It was a test to see, hey, you can't leave your house and make sure you wear this mask. They wanted to see just how, what the percentage of people was that would just say, okay, and just blindly do it without thinking for themselves. Mm-hmm. And we found out that it was a a very, very, very large portion of the, not not just America, the, the world. Yeah. That was like, yep, I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. As long as my government tells me this is what I should do, I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I believe this is, you know, as a society, we failed. That. Well, I don't know, man. I, like, I, I, uh, like, this stuff is interesting to talk about. And of course, this is where we live at, you know, so we have to, we, you know, we, we are bothered by the times, you know, and you know, we don't know when that day's coming or whatever. But uh, one thing that I keep telling my mom, like, she's like really stresses out about a lot of stuff or whatever. I'm just like, I mean, all this stuff's gonna happen. I mean, you know, like, yeah. we can't. We can't. We're stop not it. gonna stop anything from happening. Or whatever. I mean, like, it's I, supposed to get worse. Oh yeah, and like, I, so. and like, I mean, the the best we can do is just educate people. You know, the best we can do is say, hey, you know, read your Bible. You know, this is this is what it says. You know, this is you know this is what's gonna happen. And and stressing about it and trying to like you know get ahead of it and you know doomsday. It, it's it, it's unavoidable. Yeah. You know. So, so just have the I'm here for a good time, not here for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George Strait, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Everybody needs that needs to have that fuck it mentality. Honestly, like, like to a certain extent. <laughs> well, <clears throat> it's stressing. a certain it, it's a certain level of serenity. Yeah, just stop, just stop stressing. Like, yeah, there's just, certain just, things there's certain things you you can stress about it all day. Yeah, you'll never be able to change it. Yeah, you'll never yeah, be able just, to make a difference. Just yeah, exactly. Just, just focus on focus, focus on, on things you can change. change. There you go. You know, and then just leave everything else alone. Honestly. I think we should end on that. That was good. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, leave. We don't have a like button. What the hell, am I? <laughs> <laughs> well. <sighs> That's all, folks. Uh, <laughs> share with a friend, your boss, your uh, <laughs> co-workers, uh, your nieces and your nephews, uh, a baby. <laughs> yeah. 